Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So this week's episode is a bit special. I get interviewed by Heta, a uni student, on my thoughts on climate change. Um, So I hope you enjoy it. Um, And also this episode has been a bit edited, so you might hear some cuts throughout it, but that's just how I recorded it. So yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode and you can learn something about it and a bit about my background. Enjoy. with me I really do appreciate it Um, yeah so basically I'm working on a project that focuses on tackling environmental issues and we just wanted to go and have a chat with people who are really passionate about climate change to get their perspective on things and to also figure out like what they want to be seen like what what they want to see that needs to be done and work accordingly Um, yeah, and so that's mainly the purpose of the interview, just to see like what we can do to go and fill that gap. Uh, before I ask you any questions, um, do you have any questions for me? Or, yeah, any statements, questions, comments, concerns? Um, so this is just about climate change, right? And like what I have to do with climate change and that sort of thing. Yeah, um, it's like the questions are very, very open. So it's like getting your perspective on climate change. Uh, there's no right or wrong answers at all. I uh, just want to get like your honest thoughts. Okay, cool. And yeah, and it's you, just your perspective yeah. on it. And are you going to be like using this in an essay or something for uni or like what's the project? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm part of UTS and I'm enrolled in like a social enterprise course. Um, so it's like masters of... Uh, why am I just getting my mind blocked now? Masters <laughs> of like non-for-profit and social enterprise management and stuff. Um, one of the projects is to go and pick something that we're passionate about or we see is like a current problem and then to go and like create something and like mock up an idea around that, that problem. Um, yeah, so that's what the project is. It's very like go out there, go into the world and work on it. Uh, UTS is very forward thinking like that. So it's, it's amazing to do it. And then I'm also part of the UTS Startups community. Oh, and so okay, it's like cool. aligned. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. really awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're in Australia, right? You've probably heard of UTS. Yeah, yeah. But. No, I, I live in Sydney. So yeah, I know about it. I went to Sydney Uni and I studied environmental science. So yeah, that's where my passion comes from, really. Like, I Oh, learned, awesome. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, sure. I'm really keen to hear more about your podcast as well. Oh, yeah. Like, what have you been up to lately? Um, Yeah, what what do you do? Okay, so lately not much, but before that I was studying uh, uh, environmental science and geography at Sydney University. Melbourne, Um, yeah. And I would like to work in conservation in the future. Um, And I also volunteer at Taronga Zoo, just on the side. Yeah, so I'm really passionate about the environment and 
um, like especially conservation, like protecting areas with uh, like vulnerable animals and reforestation, that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's yeah. like my passion. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah, to protect animals. I I was actually just looking at the climate change uh, group that I, I'm part of and your friend tagged you and there was a really alarming statistic where it's about 500 animals can become extinct um, within, or by like 2050 if we don't do anything about climate change. I never yeah. saw it from that perspective. It was, Oh, yeah, it's true. really alarming, like all the statistics of what could happen. It's quite overwhelming. So I just want to mm. try and do my part to try and like stop climate change from happening. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, what are your thoughts about climate change? Uh, so it's obviously a really big problem facing us all today. Mm -hmm. um, but like I believe there is things we can do like the youth climate movement we can sort of push politicians to try and get them to act on climate change and like put more money into renewable energy and and like conservation more more money into national parks and like conserving like endangered animal species so yeah I'm I think there is things we can do, but we do need to act quickly because like it's already mm -hmm. started happening, especially with the bushfires and everything. It really like hit me how sort of like immediate this is, like it's happening now and we really need to act quickly. Yeah, and you mentioned like politicians and them acting on it. Like what else do you think can be done about climate change? Mm, yeah, so protests are good. Um, mm -hmm. to create like to raise awareness like mass mm -hmm. awareness on the issue um, there is like individual things you can do as well of course like trying to limit your use of plastic and like little things like trying to save energy by switching off lights but I do believe we need like a mass movement for something mm -hmm. to happen we need to like push politicians towards more like sustainable goals like 100% renewable energy by 2030 that sort of thing is more mm -hmm. effective than just like individual action it's more about everyone coming together and trying to make a difference. Mm, cool. Uh, what do you think are the main contributors to climate change? Mm, I guess most of them are human caused. Mm -hmm factors are like things like eating meat that's a big contributor because a lot of land gets cleared for that and mm -hmm. obviously a lot of people want to eat meat and the more people there are sort of the more resources it takes up and the more land gets cleared so that's like actually one of the biggest problems that a lot of people don't realize just mm -hmm. um and also things like transport and energy but they're like sort of a lot smaller than the meat industry is one of the biggest causes of like deforestation and that's like a big cause of also yeah of greenhouse gas emissions and that sort of thing which is causing a lot of the warming mm -hmm. yeah what made you passionate about climate change I guess I was always passionate about it like in primary school we always did like things to do with the environment and would go on like field trips to national parks and that sort of thing and clean up Australia Day so I guess I was always interested but it was only really once I started like studying it at uni that I realized how vast of an issue it was like how how many different uh sort of 
elements or like how complicated the issue is like it's just there's a lot of things affecting the climate and there's a lot of ways we can help as well but yeah so I've always been pretty passionate about the environment yeah um can you give me like an example of some of the things you learned in uni which made you go oh my god like that's something that we need to work on ah let me think Sorry, I just have a mind blank. Um, that's all right. That's all good. So, sorry, could you repeat the question? <laughs> yeah, so you mentioned that your passion for climate change increased uh, while you were doing your degree. Um, yeah, I was just wondering as to were there any key topics that you learnt that made you go, oh my God, this is something that we have to do, like we have to work Uh, okay yeah I guess just looking at like sort of the data like looking at the difference in co2 levels between like 100 years ago and now and it's just Mm -hmm. so shocking how fast it's increased and I just couldn't believe like it's gone up like by so much just in the past like 10 years and I just thought well we've got to do something about this to stop it so yeah that Mm. was that was like a big that had a big effect on me yeah yeah awesome uh thanks for sharing that oh were there any specific people who influenced you and made you passionate about climate change about this and we would like help to organize the protests and i also did a few beach cleanups and everyone there's really inspiring as well like we all just want to try our best to do what we can to help the environment so yeah, no one in particular, but just like everyone I meet is pretty passionate about it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, it just remind me of like what I used to do at uni as well. I was like part of the local council bush conservation program. I was like, oh, just oh, volunteer. Cool. So what did you do there? Yeah, it was just going to the local, local uh, forest areas, the, the bush areas. And I'm up north, so around like Karangai. Uh, national park and so just going around um, ensuring like because of weeds and stuff so there was like weeds that were growing and it was hindering the growth of like the native uh, fauna and or flora I should be saying and so it was just to go and you know pick out those weeds but also ensure that the soil was really good and it would actually help like the plants and the trees yeah, so, yeah. Wow. that's really Weeding. cool yeah <laughs> Like getting rid of the weed species in the park so that native species can grow. (laughs) Yes, yes. That's a much more concise way of saying it. (laughs) Wait, so so what was that group called? Bush Regeneration or something? Yeah, I believe so. I'm looking for the um, brochure. I think it was Bush Regeneration uh, and it's for the Hornsby Council. But I'm more than happy to go and send you like a the picture of the brochure yeah that would be awesome just i'll have a look into them and see if i can maybe do something yeah i'm pretty sure all councils have it as well because i was hiking around waverley and so yeah i saw like a, a greenhouse and there was a sign on it saying hey if you're interested you can come in and help us out like we're we're all about bush regeneration and um having a local produce Wow, that's awesome. I know Taronga Zoo does like tree planting out 
west somewhere they i think they plant trees and also like um eucalyptus trees for koalas so that they can feed the koalas with the leaves so that's pretty cool Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Tonga Zoo is pretty amazing. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So it was like people in your degree who were like also passionate about it and it empowered you. Yeah, exactly. And also all the lecturers, they were, you could just tell they were so passionate about what they were teaching us and they always had new topics and interesting things and it felt so relevant like they would bring in recent news and sort of did it about the environment as well and like they encouraged us to go to protests like if there was a protest coming up they'd say yeah guys we're gonna cancel the lecture like we really encourage you to go to this climate change protest so if you don't come to class that's all right like we're gonna be there as well so it was just a really like positive atmosphere atmosphere yeah yeah that's amazing were there any lecturers who stood out ah yeah there was one lecturer that stood out to me he was in my last unit and he did a unit on cities and sustainability and it was just really interesting like it was like all about how we can make cities more sustainable and like looking at the future as well and it was just a really engaging and interesting unit and I just felt like I learned so much from it about like how cities work and how we can make them more sustainable. Yeah, oh, that's, that's amazing to hear. Oh, you also mentioned that um, with climate change, like you were always interested in it when you were young and there were like excursions that were happening. Was there any specific event that got you thinking about it that you recall? Or a number of events when you were young. Let me just think about it. I guess one thing that does stick out is plastic pollution. I just remember I was walking on the beach with my mum once and we saw mm -hmm. a guy with his kids cleaning up all this plastic rubbish and and she went over to him and just said, it's really great what you're doing, like we really appreciate it. And he was like, yeah, I do this like once a month or something with my kids we just want to clean up like our local area and I just remember thinking like that we can make a difference and what he was doing was really good so that sticks out. Yeah that's amazing. How old were you back then? Uh, like around nine years old I think so pretty young <laughs> yeah. Yeah it's great like our company or unit it was just like rubbish because we were walking. We were walking from Central Station. So this would have been a couple of months ago, like before the whole COVID thing. But yeah, we were walking from Central Station to UTS and she just, she saw some rubbish and she started picking it up. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because I was yeah. doing like a job at UTS yeah, startups. That, that's awesome because if everyone just picked up like one piece of rubbish, there'd be a lot less rubbish. So yeah. it's good if everyone just can do a little bit. Yeah, but also like if you respect that person, it's it motivates you. You're like, yeah. oh, if a cool person picks up rubbish, I should be picking up rubbish as <laughs> well. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, just like remembered that. Um, but yeah, it's it's cool when things like that happen. Are there any steps that you've taken to become more environmentally friendly? Uh, yeah. So I have tried to cut down on my meat consumption. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and just also things like I try not to consume as much as I used to. Like I don't I don't shop much, but when I go grocery shopping, I just like leave the fruit loose and I only buy what food I need so that there's not much food waste and just trying to save energy as well at home. Like I don't really use a heater much in winter and that sort of thing. So just little things like that. But um, I guess I'm really passionate about like reducing plastic waste as well. So Mm -hmm. I try to go plastic free or just minimize like using plastic as much as I can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I have a bamboo toothbrush now, which is pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to someone recently and they mentioned that they're planning to buy like bamboo toothbrushes. Like her thing is, um, yeah, it's around reducing plastic use just like yourself. Yeah, I just I just went into an eco store and I saw like all these really cool like bamboo toothbrushes and like wooden like uh, scrubbing brushes for the dishes and I'm like oh this is awesome so yeah. What's the eco store called? Uh, it was in Newtown. I don't remember what it was called, but it's like on the way to Lentils as anything. There's just like this store that sells just all this sort of eco stuff it's all sort of made out of wood and yeah it's an awesome i'll try find it i'll send you a link well that would be amazing yeah i'm not surprised it's newtown to be honest because newtown's very cool yeah they have a lot of cool stuff (laughs) yeah okay cool um so yeah you've mentioned reducing meat consumption um reducing the use of plastic making sure that you're consuming less goods um or as well as like food making sure that you're buying things only uh if you need it and like yeah. when it comes to and like small changes in my life it's not too difficult mm-hmm. um what oh yeah sorry no, yeah you go no you go no no it's, it's good when people talk <laughs> a lot because i'm just interrupting <laughs> so yeah no you can continue it'll be uh, great to no hear. it's all right i was finished anyway i can't remember what i was gonna say <laughs> Um, yeah I was gonna ask like what makes those steps easy Hmm, let me think I guess I was sort of the meat one was pretty hard because I did like eat meat before but after I watched a documentary on how bad it was I'm like you know what I don't have to like eat it every night I can just eat it once or twice a week I tried to cut it off completely but I just felt really tired and sick so I still eat just some meat but just not as much as I used to Mm. so and like I like vegetarian meals as well so it was pretty easy for me just like make stir fries and noodles and that sort of thing so yeah yeah what's the documentary uh it was called cowspiracy it was on netflix (laughs) yeah like this is so cool another person i talked to was mentioning that documentary yeah it's really like it changes your whole point of view i watched it when i was 18 and i was just like so shocked i'm like how didn't i know about this oh yeah (laughs) Okay, cool. So, cowspiracy. Um, and then, so with reducing plastic consumption, um, and yeah. also kind of like not buy plastic at all. Like, why, why did you choose that step, and what made it easy? Well, actually, the plastic one was pretty hard. It still is hard because plastic's yeah. in like everything. Like, I, I do try to reduce it. Like, I bring my own bags to the shop and that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. 
but yeah it is quite difficult I'm still working out like ways to reduce it even more and mm. the the reason I decided to start reducing my plastic use is uh, we did a, a unit of study in uni as well about plastic mm. waste and we had to like interview people a bit like you about how they mm. use plastic and like if they realize what a big problem it is and we had to research a lot about plastic and like how much there is and I discovered about the um, plastic in the ocean and the great pacific garbage patch there's like a massive uh -huh. patch of garbage where all the plastic like a massive patch of garbage in the ocean where all the plastic just like collects together like mm. all the currents sweep it in and it's just like like kilometers and kilometers of just floating plastic waste and like it's just like animals try to live there not nice yeah, because plastic bags look like jellyfish which is what they eat so they eat it and then it gets stuck in their stomach and they starve to death so yeah it's really sad yeah oh. okay thanks for sharing that like it's just oh that's so bad okay yeah i'm like <laughs> yeah, sorry about that i didn't mean to <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's good it's good it's like those angry emotions are like what makes you work harder for the like yeah, on things like, exactly yeah I'm i like, know it just made me want to just like stop all plastic being produced i'm like i don't want any of it to end up in the ocean yeah oh, okay yeah um what are the main barriers so you mentioned that it's been a bit difficult like what what are the main things that are making it difficult to reduce plastic consumption? I guess just shopping centers or like supermarkets, everything's wrapped in plastic and you see, mm. you sort of need to go out of your way to go plastic free, like go to bulk food stores and, or mm. go to like your local grocers. And that can be like A, a bit expensive and B, it's a bit harder to go to like three or four shops rather than just go to one. So it takes a lot mm. of time and effort and sometimes it's, yeah, it's just easier to just go to the supermarket and buy something in a plastic bag. Yeah. Or a container, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's around convenience. Yeah, exactly. It's like they make it hard for you not to use plastic sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and going to being vegan, well, I'm trying to remember what topics we've already covered. Being <laughs> vegan, um, oh yeah, energy use. Like, why why did you decide to go and reduce the use of energy and what's made it easy? Okay, I guess with the energy one, I never used much energy, so it wasn't that hard for me. Oh, okay. um, like, we're a pretty small family and we don't we don't consume that much like we just never really used much energy so that was mm -hmm. just I just kept doing what I was doing yeah mm -hmm. yeah and by family um who's, who's part of your family uh so my dad my brother and me cool awesome. yeah. yeah yeah and so you guys are like a unit haven't used like you yeah, yeah. very conscious about energy consumption Yes, I guess so. Well, I'm the most um, conscious about it, but yeah, we don't really use much energy anyway. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, cool. I feel like I'm missing a topic. You should write it down next time. Reducing. <laughs>
um, enough for you to eat? Like, what's why have you decided to take a step, and what made it easy? Um, I guess that I just like to just shop for what I need so I just go once a week and get what I need for the week and then we usually don't have much waste at the end like we just don't buy much food we just sort of buy a few things that we need and then we just use up what we have and so that's good as well and also recently my dad started getting like uh like a a box delivered each week which Mm -hmm. just has three meals that you that you need so that's really good because then you just cook what you need from the box it's like one of those like delivered meal kits so yeah that's that's also a good way to reduce food waste and the recipes are really good so yeah that's good as well cool what's the um what's the kit uh it's called marley spoon so if they just deliver it every week with like three recipes or you can pick how many you want and then you just select for how many people in your house and then yeah you just cook it and then it's all gone so yeah that's good like they just send you exactly what you need for that meal so they'll send you like a little meal kit with like all the ingredients in it and then the recipe and you just cook it up yeah cool i'll need to research more into it because yeah three meals is that three meals over like a week or yeah per week so three oh. meals so yeah so that will serve like up to four people if you want uh-huh. for a week okay, yes cool. um yeah and you mentioned when we go shopping so when you go shopping uh does the rest of your family come along with you or is it like one person who's doing the shopping on behalf of the family or uh yeah sometimes i go sometimes my dad goes or sometimes we both go but yeah. um yeah, we generally just get what we need. We don't get too much, so that's good. Um, yeah. yeah. And, oh, were you going to say anything? Oh, no, no, it's all good. Uh, how do you make sure that you're, you're not wasting food? Like, is there any system that you've created or anything that you're using? Um... I don't know I guess we sort of just plan the meals what we're gonna eat and then we just buy like the food for what we're gonna eat that week and if we have leftovers then we just won't go shopping for a bit longer until we've sort of eaten everything so like we won't go shopping like the same day every week we'll just go shopping when we've run out of food so that's like sort of how we stop the green bins. Oh so when they have that green bin in their house and they have the food waste what do they end up doing with it like do they have a compost in their own unit and then they go and use that for their plants uh i'm not sure actually i because i just know we did a we did a research project on like trying to encourage people to compost but it was really hard for apartments because they don't have a green bin so they'd have to like go to like maybe their local community garden and compost there or something or maybe use like a green bin from like a house nearby yeah oh that's annoying yeah because <laughs> yeah, we wanted to like encourage them to compost but then it was like sort of like impossible because they don't have like a green bin which you sort of need and they don't have a garden so it's like difficult yeah hmm. okay cool thanks for sharing that really do appreciate it 
Um, when it comes to like reducing food waste, reducing energy use, and reducing the amount of uh, meat that you're eating, were there any major barriers that you faced? Uh, to to reducing, sorry, could you repeat? Yeah, no, I put all three of them in the same question. Um, so let's go one by one. Like reducing food waste, were there any main, like any key barriers you faced? Uh, not that I can think of. Okay. Just shop less. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. What about reducing energy use? Um, no, not really either. Like, as I said, I never used that much energy, so mm -hmm. I just sort of kept doing what I was doing. Cool. Um, and then, why, I forget what <laughs> Reducing. We're talking about plastic use. Oh. Yeah, you're doing a lot of things. My brain kind of can't handle yeah. like that. No, it's all good. It's all good. Okay, maybe it will come back to me. Um, how do you feel about the steps that you've taken so far? Uh, yeah, I think I'm making a bit of a difference, but I still feel like I could do more, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know, I just want a more systemic change. Like, I want a lot more to change with especially how the government's going, and I just want more sort of I don't know like a higher up sort of change rather than just me doing something I want everyone to sort of come together and and like try and change and make mm. a difference with the problem yeah okay cool hi everyone thank you for listening to this week's episode of climate change with holly i hope you enjoyed this and we're hoping we can get more guests on in the future i really enjoyed being able to talk with Heta about my experiences with climate change um and yeah i really thought it was a good way to sort of bring something new to the podcast and also learn a bit about myself and my experiences as well as what other people think so thank you for listening and we'll see you next week bye <laughs>